Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Unplug with Annie and we're continuing the series of Elevation. I'm very, very excited to have today's guest on the show. Alex Quinn is a full-stack marketing expert and global keynote speaker. He's a founder of UADV, a Forbes-accredited marketing firm with ties in the entertainment, fashion, e-commerce industries. Alex and his team specialize in scaling brands through strategic partnerships, content distribution, and collaborative marketing. Alex is also the founder of Hustle Inspires Hustle, a global entrepreneurship and self-development platform. He's also the host of Hustle Inspires Hustle's podcast, and he's had some amazing guests on the show. And um, yes, without uh, too much more of an introduction, as I don't think it's necessary, we're going to get right into the chat. So um, I'm very excited to welcome Alex to the show. Hey, Alex. Thanks so much for, for being part of Unplug with Annie and being on this show. I'm, I'm really happy to have you. Thank you so much for having me. I've been looking forward to this. Uh, so just to get straight into it, a little bit about your journey. How did you first get into marketing to begin with and, and what made you want to help scale brands? Well, I always realized that no matter what business you're in, you're going to have to do good marketing, whether it's through content, whether it's network marketing, whatever it is that you're deciding to get into career wise or business wise, you're going to have to do some sort of marketing. So I recognize that if I built on that skill I already had, I would always have business because businesses always need marketing. It's very rare that you find the business that doesn't need marketing, right? Everybody does when one way or another, whether it's traditional, whether it's digital, whether it's PR, somebody needs marketing. So I took the skills that I knew I had, I honed those skills and I continued to, to get deeper and deeper into the advertising world, further learning about each step of specifically digital marketing, everything I need to, needed to know about digital marketing to be able to run any type of company online. Mm-hmm. And, and you've, you've got this amazing platform and, and podcast called Hustle Inspires Hustle. Was that like a natural step for you to get into as an entrepreneur? And, and do you feel because we're in this age where suddenly where a lot of people are podcasting who maybe wouldn't have before? Do you think that it's an important step for every entrepreneur in order to, to reach more people? Yeah, I mean, whether, whether you're a podcast host or whether you're actually just listening to podcasts, I think they're very important because they give you a tool that we necessarily didn't have before. You know, we did, we did have YouTube, but we still do have YouTube where we could listen to stuff and watch it. Uh, but obviously YouTube videos are geared towards being visual, right? So uh, you are learning, but let's say you're, for example, in the car, okay? Maybe you're on your commute to work. It's, it's more convenient to listen to a podcast that's geared towards just being listened to so you could learn just listening because if Facebook video may help, you know, you could play it and let it run, but you might have it. It might have the visual aspect. You're not able to see while you're driving. So for me, it's always been about efficiency, whether it's audiobooks, whether it's podcasts, being able to be on the go is very important and learning from others because a lot of these guys with these podcasts are giving you raw actionable advice. Okay, a lot of people are trying to sell stuff great. A lot of people are giving a lot of actionable advice about how you could build your business. They're bringing people on, on the podcast that are talking about how they build their business, steps that they overcame, tips, tricks, marketing hacks. So it's very important to be connected to the podcast world, specifically in today's age where a lot of, a lot of cool people are, are getting into podcasting. All the, all the people that we like, all celebrities that we like are getting on it. So you could kind of pick your route, see where you want to go and learn from it for free. 
Well, there's no one excuse as to why you can't learn. It's free. Absolutely. But do you think like in this age where social media is, is booming and it, it's such a big thing that there's, there's almost like too much information that it gets confusing and because everyone has access to, uh, you know, trying to be someone today, um, does it get confusing as a consumer as to, you know, who to follow for, for sort of authentic information and information which is valuable? Well, you could always tell the motive of the person trying to serve your information, whether it's to really educate you or whether it's to lead you to buy something. You, you, you get a feel for it. It's, it. There's a lot of information out there, but then again, it makes things much easier for us. And yes, it could be overwhelming to have so much out there, but if you really plan out what you want to learn for and you really have a structured daily or weekly structure on what you want to learn versus how much you want to implement from what you're learning, if you pace yourself, you shouldn't be getting too overwhelmed. Like, for example, let's say there's an aspect of your life that needs help, like building your credit. Maybe you could take a credit course or listen to a podcast about credit and tackle that first and then move on to the next thing. And yeah, there may be a bunch of other ones, but you'll be able to, you know, do your do your research on which, which the best podcast is, which one has the most reviews, what are people saying about it? Where was it featured? Is it trending? Is it is it on the new and noteworthy? It, it just depends on, on what your actual goal is. I know most people's goals is like organization, self-development, learning tips on how they could actually grow their business. So I guess it would at, at that point, it would just be doing the proper research and, and planning, you know, planning your week, planning your day, planning your month. What are your daily, weekly, monthly goals and setting them in motion? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for you personally, it's obviously a big responsibility when you start a community and you definitely have one. You have a, a good following you you are a leader um do you feel there's a lot of pressure when you become a leader and you when you get into this kind of position personally especially because people often put you sort of on a platform and um therefore it's almost like you're on a pedestal so many people are looking up to you but when you personally are going through some kind of adversity um how do you make sure that that doesn't affect your output of information or your ability to lead uh, my number one goal is to take care of myself because if I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of other people. And if I'm not in a position to be able to give information to people in the best way, I'm not going to do it because at the end of the day, for example, from a podcast perspective, I'm doing a free podcast that people can listen to. It's costing me a lot of money and time and, and, and resources to put together. If I'm not in the right mindset to put out a podcast, I'm just not going to do it. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. I'm not going to do that to people because if they're going to sit there and they're going to listen to 30 minutes of my podcast, 30 minutes of their day that they could have been doing with something else, unless I'm actually prepared or know what I'm talking about, I'm not going to go into it. So it's, it's difficult to measure. Uh, it's happened to me many times already. Like I've, ho- I've had to go to an event that I had to host and I was literally borderline passing out. I still had to do it. So there, there's, I mean, there's times where you just got to do something and you have no choice, but being that you plan everything ahead and you really know where everything is going, you're really able to to gauge what you can or can't do. And that's something that I always try to work on every day is organizing my schedule, thinking ahead. You know, if I'm already feel like I'm going to feel sick or something's going to come up, I start arranging and I start moving things around and start having things in place, plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D, because it's all about organization. If you're actually organized, you could be able to overturn any negative that comes your way just by the fact that you're prepared as opposed to just, you know, trying to make it happen the day of and then things going wrong and then looking bad with other people or looking bad with people that are counting on you. Yeah, definitely. I, I have to agree with that preparation. People generally who, who don't have, because there's a lot of people who 
um, in conversation, I've got to know that, you know, they, they desire to have a mentor or um, want to be able to invest in themselves, but often can't for financial reason, reasons or whatever the reasons are, um, and maybe want to do some self-development programs, but just can't at this specific time. What, what advice would you give them in order for them to be their best versions? Would it be to just consume the free information that's out there, like you mentioned with podcasts? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can't learn these days without the internet. If somebody's not doing something, it's simply because they don't want to, or because they're making an excuse as to why they can't. There's yeah. podcasts, there's YouTube videos, there's even free courses. There's courses that are $12 on udemy.com, $20. If you can't spend $20 on a course, but you're spending out, you know, $50 at the club or $50 at the bar or on something that's irrelevant to towards your growth, then your priorities are messed up. Right. Yeah. So you have everything from free all the way to paid. So it just, it, it just comes down to the excuses. What are your excuses? Why are you not doing it? If you're not doing it, it's because you're coming up with an excuse because you have time. Nobody could say they don't have time to do something. I run a ton of companies. I I'm in charge of a bunch of things. I have a podcast. I have a global event platform. I, I have so many things. I can't even make out a list for you right now because you'll go crazy and I still find the time to take courses I still find the time to learn I still find the time to listen to other people's podcasts and learn from them and there's simply no excuse there's just no excuse if you're not doing it it's just you just need to figure out what's going on with your life and what's messed up and what you need to fix in order for you to get to those things yeah maybe you need yeah. to stop watching less tv or less or, or less netflix or maybe you need to stop hanging out with your friends or maybe you need to stop uh you know, browsing on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, one cool thing you could do is go on Instagram and see how many hours a day you're spending on it. Yeah. Are you spending two hours a day on Instagram? Where those two hours you could have done on a course, maybe even 30 minutes. If you take 30 minutes a day to do a course, in a matter of two to three weeks, you will have learned a bunch of things you can implement to your, into your life. But people are just not doing it because they're lazy or they think that they can't do it or it's not worth it or whatever excuse. Because when it comes down to it, if you really look at it, it's all just excuses, 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 excuses. It's, yeah. it's all the, it's the same. It's a common denominator between everybody. So it's just definitely about holding yourself accountable at the end of the day. Yeah. It's holding yourself accountable and yeah, it could be difficult, but you have to organize your life. If you don't organize your life, you're never going to see the results you're looking for. And you're always, you, you'll always run into those people that wish they could do this or, Oh, I'm going to do this one day or, Oh, I wish I could do this or that. Stop wishing and start doing. Cause it's not that hard to figure out things that are important to you, writing them down, figuring out what, what people's expectations are going to be or your expectations, figure out how long it's going to take you to do it, set a game plan, set due dates, set delivery dates, set milestones. It's not that hard. You could just sit down and do it. You could sit, you could literally turn, tune out of this podcast right, as soon as it's done, pull out a notebook or go on Asana or whatever platform you want to use, set some goals, put some due dates, and before you know it, in a few weeks, you're going to start seeing that you're closer and closer to your goal. And it's looking less like a dream and more like an actionable, um, actionable plan that you're putting into place. Yeah. Yeah. What advice would you give to anyone who's maybe starting off as an entrepreneur or, uh, you know, they have a startup and obviously at that point of time, you might not always have a lot of funds to distribute in every area that you would like to, but um, for somebody who can't then and can't afford a team and therefore delegation, what advice would you give to them, somebody starting out in, in any business? Um, the, the most important part 
I always talk about is to make sure you have a quality product or service. If you have a product, make sure it's a good product, obviously good quality. If you have a service, make sure you've got good customer service, that the service that you're delivering is actually helping people. After that, it's informing people. A lot of the times people don't know what you're selling or don't know how it could help them. So having a good product or service, informing people, that's obviously, that's obviously the, the foundation of any company, right? After that, you have to figure out where most of your audience is. Every company is different. Some people's audiences are on LinkedIn. Some are on Pinterest. Some are on Instagram. Some are on Facebook. Once you figure out where most of your audience is, then you could master it yourself. If you can't afford somebody, then learn about it on YouTube. And if you don't want to do it on YouTube, then listen to a podcast. And if you don't want to do it like that and you want something a little bit more structured, stop buying Gucci shoes and spend $50 on a good course. And if you do that course, you'll be motivated to perhaps take a more advanced one. And then before you know it, you're really good at that one thing. Once you're really good at that one thing, we'll start showing your results. Once you get those results, you probably will attract somebody that wants to help you or you will realize that it's not as hard as you thought. And now you could put more things into your schedule. And if that's not the case, then at least if you're doing it right, you generated a little bit of revenue, which will allow you to maybe hire somebody overseas for a decent dollar an hour rate that you could potentially afford versus some versus however much it may cost here to have somebody within the States or within your home country. But it's just step by step. There's no, there's no process that takes you to wealth or success immediately. It's going to take a long time. I've been doing this for seven years. I've been learning about every aspect of marketing for seven years. It's not as glamorous as people make it seem on social media. Like you get rich in 30 days or 60 days or six months. You got to be willing to eat shit for as long as it takes. And you got to be willing to learn for as long as it takes. So you could become good at what you're doing. Cause the only way to make money is to be good is to have a good product is to have a good service is to be smart is to be able to implement the latest strategies to your niche, to your business. If you're not doing that, then your business is not going to grow. And if it grows without you doing that, it means that it grew incorrectly and it's not going to have a solid foundation and it's going to collapse. So it all comes down to learning and implementing. Yeah. And, and how do you, because you mentioned also, you know, finding your reach, understanding who, who your audience are. How effective do you think, because uh, Facebook and Instagram obviously have implemented the use of ads. Um, how, what, what is the most effective way to make use of those ads? Because people also get confused about, you know, how to create that in order to find your specific audience and how to basically um yeah make them make the most of ads well well there's many ways to answer that question uh, it, it depends on the business it depends on where you live it depends on what you're selling but when it comes down to it if you really look at it is like i said before you have to have a great product you have to inform the people okay you can't just put ads up that you're selling something you're selling something you're selling something people want to connect with the brand they want to understand who they're buying from why they're buying from them what the brand's values are and once they get to know the brand understand it feel it respect it like it look up to it then they're going to spend money on it so the brand has to really realize that their customer is always first yeah sometimes they want sales up front and it's difficult to create content and it's difficult to put the customer through a journey or through a nurture sequence of understanding who the brand is in order to then serve them with ads that are going to uh, convert. Mm -hmm. But you have to spend money on your customer, entertaining them and educating them as to why your product is important or why your company is different than the competition or as to why they should be investing their money with you because there's ads everywhere at all times. You're seeing ads, 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 ads. It's not as easy as it used to be where people would put up ads and people would click and buy. Mm -hmm. It's getting harder and harder to get people to purchase 
because there's so many things out there. So you have to stand out. You have to spend money on content. If you don't have money on content, learn how to shoot content. It's not that difficult to shoot content. There's a lot of people out there running ads with iPhone cameras, with, with iPhone cameras, right? And then people say, oh, well, I don't have a $2,000 camera, so I can't do great ads. And they make excuses, which is what I was saying. It's all this excuse after excuse after excuse. And there's people making millions. Of, I know a guy that makes millions of dollars on Facebook ads, okay? And he does videos with his phone. Mm. Or he uses videos of his clients that send in testimonials of them unboxing. Super unprofessional videos. He just knows his targeting right. He knows how to inform his customer. He knows how to put them through a sequence of videos and things that inform them about the brand, whether it's showing them a video about the overall brand, then showing a deeper uh, experience video, then maybe showing uh, company culture, then maybe showing testimonials. And then after those testimonials, showing ads for purchase, then you've showed the, the, the client or the potential buyer who you are, what you are about. And if they don't purchase, then maybe they add it to cart. And if they add it to cart, you can put them in a list and then retarget them with different videos. You have to continue to create content and you have to understand that it's a law of average. You have to put yourself in front of a bunch of people and then follow up with those people in order to turn a sale. And then once you turn that sale and you have all that data, you're able to see who your actual audience is. And then you could refine your targeting and save money, save time, save energy and save resources. But you could only do that by getting started. You can't, you have to do it right. Facebook ads and Instagram ads and all of these ad platforms that are out are not something that you just boost the post or, or put a $5 budget to boost it. It doesn't work like that. There's an actual strategy. There's a psychology, there's a process in how to do this. And that's why there's professions that are Facebook ads and Instagram ads. If people are trying Facebook and Instagram ads and they're not working for them, it means that they don't know how to do it. Yeah. If you pick up a basketball right now and try to do a half court shot, and you don't make the half court shot. It's not the ball and it's not the, the rim. It's you. Yeah. You don't know how to do it. If somebody throws you a football and you drop the, drop the football, it's not the football's fault. It's your fault. You suck at football. So it, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. If these platforms exist, it's because they work. And if they're not working for you, then you're not learning, which takes me back to educating yourself. It takes me back to organizing your daily schedule so you could learn things so you could apply the time to become good at something so it could give you the proper results. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody's no you don't fall at the top of the mountain. You have to work your way up. And as long as it takes. And and for you personally, was there any point through your journey where you felt like you failed at something and you were able to go back and, you know, start from scratch or climb that mountain again and do it successfully just because of what you learned? I mean there is really no failure because if you failed and everybody says it, it's cliche, but you learned a lesson and that lesson is going to be instilled in you. And it's, if it's a tough lesson, you're never going to forget that shit, no matter how much you try. And it's going to make you different. It's going to make you look at the world differently. It's going to make you look at people differently. It's going to make you look at your company and your process differently. And it's going to allow you to grow as an individual. So it's important to go through those failures because let's say that you fell into the business world and you are the luckiest person on earth and you immediately became a millionaire. Well, if you didn't have experience in fucking up or things happening to you or going through failure, chances are you're really not going to know how to manage that money correctly. Hence, why when a lot of people win the lottery or a lot of athletes, when they sign big bonuses and they don't have any experience managing money, while they blow through it so fast or they're not able to maintain it because they haven't been through that failure or that process or that, or, or, or that training that life gives you. So if you're messing up, 
in your business right now and it, it's not making enough money or it's giving you issues, then it's actually training you in order for you to be able to handle those similar issues, maybe at a bigger scale next time. Because maybe this time you lose a hundred bucks on something you didn't know, but maybe next time you would have lost a million. So maybe this time it's better to lose the hundred bucks. And instead of being a negative asshole about it, you should realize that maybe it's saving you $1 million next time because you learned that lesson. So it's all about looking at how everything is going for you and applying, applying what you see and always reinventing yourself because that's what a true entrepreneur is. Most entrepreneurs that you talk about, most successful people that you talk to have gone through adversity. And if you could find somebody that's rich and successful in whichever way they define success, that's never been through any difficult moment, I would love for you to put them in front of me so I could speak to them because they are probably all knowing, but I'm sure that they don't exist, which puts it, puts a clear perspective for people that are feeling sorry about themselves because they keep failing. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the team. If you're failing, it means that you're one step closer to getting what you want. You just got to figure out that obstacle. You got to figure out how to overcome that obstacle, how to get over that boulder, how to go over that speed bump. Then next time when you, when you look back at how much you've gone through, you're going to realize that you have all these tools to be able to fix whatever comes at you. You're going to be able to dodge all these bullets. You're going to be able to have the tools to fix anything, any leak, any possible thing that happens to you, you're already going to know what to do. And if you don't, then there was your lesson. And then next time you will. And it's it's just a cycle and a process that you got to be able to trust. Yeah, absolutely. And what, what's next for you? Because you've got your hands in so many, so many things. What's next for you on the bucket list? Something that you want to do, something you're in process of doing that we can look forward to. For, Okay. So right now we're doing a world tour. We're doing marketing masterminds all over the world. We're, we're doing a podcast tour. So we're connecting with a lot of, a lot of cool people all around the world, all types of individuals. My number one goal right now is pretty much learning. I want to connect with great people that I could learn from. Podcasting is a great tool. Like I said, when we first started d- discussing it, it's a great tool to learn and to learn about things and, and p- parts of your business that you, maybe you were never open to. So my goal is to learn. And my goal is to implement. I want to give people a really cool experience. Uh, the hustle inspires also podcast is doing great, but obviously we're always looking to improve our, on what we give to our audience. Uh, you know, we have a big audience. We, right now we're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Google podcast, Pandora. We're on pretty much any platform that you could think about. And we have a, we, we have a big response. So right now our main goal is to be able to give our listeners give our event attendees, give our followers and our supporters the best experience possible so they could learn as much as they can and apply to their business and apply to the things that they're doing in order for them to see success. And the reason that we're doing that is because everybody involved in this, everybody on my team, everybody who we do this with has gone through their struggles. And it's important for people to understand that everybody has those struggles. You just have to surround yourself with people who push you, which is why we named the movement Hustle Inspires Hustle. Because you see somebody hustling, it's going to inspire you to hustle. It's almost like, uh, it's almost like infectious. It's like, uh, like, a like a disease. Like it, when, when you see people doing their absolute best, it's so contagious. Like it's, it makes you want to do something. It lights a fire under your ass and it inspires you to go out there and hustle and do more. And that's why it pretty much the name encompasses everything that we do because hustle inspires hustle. If you surround yourself with people who act that way, or you listen to podcasts of people who act that way, or if you take courses of people who act that way, you are likely to see similar or the same results. You just have to apply it and do it. So 
my number one goal right now is to provide a great experience to people. And the best, like the best way I could do that is through learning, educating myself and really seeing what's out there. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. And I think that's really important for, for all of us. So I hope everyone takes that away from this, if nothing else. Um, just, just quickly to end this, I just want to wrap up by doing a quick fun round. Um, one thing that you do every day, because mental health is something which uh, is a reoccurring topic on, on, on stuff that I talk about. But one thing that you do implemented into your everyday, which is just for your own peace of mind, whether it's going for a walk or meditation or whatever, whatever it is, what is that thing for you? For me, it's reading uh, world news. I'm always informed on everything going on around the world. I, with so many things going on in my world, it's nice to disconnect and see things that are going on outside of it. So I, I love to read news about what's going on in technology, health, entertainment, world news. I, I'm always constantly reading throughout the day the news and that kind of like grounds me and really puts into perspective how big the world is compared to mine because with all the things going on in my world, with all the things that we're doing, we're working on so many campaigns at, at a time, so many interviews, so many things. We're on TV, we're on radio, two or three podcast interviews a day. It's, it's very crazy. So it's nice to step out of my world into somebody else's or into things that are going on so I could also use use my platform as a voice to be able to help certain initiatives or certain causes that need help or attention or to bring things up or or to be informed and to inform my audience just to share a fact or share something that might benefit someone so that's yeah that that's pretty much it okay amazing and i know you've touched upon it already with you know the the failure talk that we did speak about but one piece of advice you would give to anybody new who's trying to convert their passion into a business if, you, if you're failing, you're on the right track. You really are. And if, if people are putting you down because you're failing, then get away from those people. Yeah. Because you don't really need people making you feel like shit about something that's not working for you when you're trying your absolute best. You don't need that type of negative energy. And maybe you don't need to isolate those people from your life, but maybe you, sh you don't need to talk to them about that, that thing that you're doing. And maybe you just need to keep it to yourself and discuss it with people who understand it better and, and are, are actually informed about the subject because it, it's, hard enough, it's hard enough as it is already to do this whole business and entrepreneurship thing. And if you have a bunch of negative people telling you a bunch of negative shit, it doesn't really help. It's, it's not very reassuring, especially if it's from people you care about or who you hold to a high regard. So it's just, you know, just be mindful of how, how you share your things. Yeah. If somebody doesn't understand it, you know, there's people that really don't care about what you're doing or don't want to see you doing well. And as much as we want to teach them or show them or they're not they're not there we may love them but their mental capacity may not be there to understand what we're trying to do and in their world it's so limited that it seems impossible but in it, your world it's so possible that it seems like it would be crazy not to do it so you need to find people that think like you because if they think like you they'll see your vision and maybe compliment it help it give you ideas give you advice give you actionable tactics that you could implement to become better instead of negative advice. That's not going to do anything for you, but stress you out. So that's definitely a piece of advice that I think that people should stick to and something I live by. Great. And, and last but not least, um, you love being an entrepreneur because. I love being an entrepreneur because every day is an adventure. You could do absolutely anything that you want. You just want, you just have to want to do it because mm -hmm. entrepreneurship is anything anything. Entrepreneurship could be what you love. Your hobby could be entrepreneurship. Your favorite thing in the world could be entrepreneurship because you could start doing it and create a business out of it and be happy because you love it. So yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, amazing. Thank you so much for taking out time and doing this and being on the show. I look forward to sharing this with everyone. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Thanks, Alex. Have an amazing day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. And that was the end of another episode on the Elevation series. I'm super excited about next Sunday. Do stay tuned. And for all updates regarding the podcast Unplug with Annie, do follow and like the page Unplug with Annie on Instagram and Facebook. We're now on 10 platforms, including Spotify, Anchor and iTunes.